Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 207. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yes, I'm here. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. Also, check out our sports pod. Uh, if you uh, tuned in last week, you probably remember us covering uh, Andy had a uh, jury duty visit. Andy, how did that go? Uh, yeah, I did have to go in the, the next day there, that Wednesday, and... Uh, interesting how they all set that all up. Uh, usually in jury duty, you just go in this giant room and everyone's huddled together and they do shit. But uh, this time they just had like single chairs and they were spread out like three feet apart. And, you know, you have to have the mask on the whole time and everything. It's like, this is stupid. Why are we even doing this? But they, uh, they were, um, and I eventually did get called into a courtroom and was there for like there for the whole day. Um, Ugh doing the, the selection process, but they just took forever and they don't respect your time there. It's like, we've got you. We're going to do what you want. Like the judge is like, Hey, I, we take a break every hour for 20 minutes. And it's like, all right. So that means a, th- a third of the time you're there is a break, but then that's not even including lunch. <laughs> it's government because, work. Yeah. If you take, you take a, br- a 20 minute break on the hour, every hour, then you, then you're only back in for 40 minutes and, uh, and then all the, the questions they're asking people and there's all these people who are like, one guy's like, I have to go to the bathroom every 30 minutes. And it's like, <laughs> that sucks. And it sucks that guy had to tell a room full of 50 people that, um, that like he wasn't able to just get excused. They couldn't just tell someone on the phone that, that, uh, that, that, that doesn't get you excused. But when we came did, back from lunch, did you then stand up and be like, uh, <laughs> I do too. Yeah. No, someone else said, like said something like that too. Uh, like a few people complained about stuff or like, I don't speak English very well. And the judge is like, you've lived in America for 30 years. Is that right? The person's like, yes. They're like, well, then you should understand English pretty well and well enough to still do this. And it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, the whole the whole process is it sucks. The, the lunch is like two hours as well. And then come back and they kick people out. They that are in the original spots and then they ask you to like replace. So I got put into the last spot and then they, uh, they got the first round of questions to me. They're for the first side question me. And then it's like, Oh, we're done for the, for today. You have to all come back tomorrow. Oh yeah. And I knew by the way, I answered those questions. They were going to cut me. Cause it's like pretty easy. Just be opinionated. Uh, don't be like, middle of the road kind of like take positions on stuff yeah um and then they're like oh, we don't want that person uh so yeah so i had to come back the next morning and the judge was like you have to be here by nine we start at nine except if if not everyone's here we have to wait till everyone's here so if you're late you're hold up the whole rest of the class that's how he's acting class? like but like he didn't say that but that's what it was like and it was like who gives a shit so if you're late and you force everyone else to sit around and do nothing what's the punishment it's like you made them mad. Like I'm never going to see these people in my life again. Yeah. Uh, so people were late and we didn't actually get into the courtroom until nine 30 when 30 minutes after they said to be there. And then it was time for a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, well then, then the, uh, it was the other person's turn to start asking questions. Uh, they asked me a question and they asked other people questions and then they went to, all right, who are we going to kick off first? Uh, and then the, uh, the team that asked me the questions the day before uh, called me first and they're like, all right, you're done. So 
Uh, I was in the courtroom for about 20 minutes that day, uh, but I still had to drive to, to Santa Ana all for that. It's like, Ugh, and that's like the worst part about it. Like, are there really not courts anywhere else? Like everything oh, in are. Santa Ana. I, I need to change my address. There's a court right by my office. Oh, There's and I'm new- sure that's a breeze. That's probably in like a Google building. It's the Newport Beach uh, courthouse right across. Yeah, the that one. Wendy's. Santa Ana. All you're going to see is domestic abuse on trial. Newport Beach, it's like this guy bumped into this guy's boat, and so he's suing. Yeah, so so that was the other part of it is uh, this was a murder case, and it's like, oh, fuck, I don't want to be involved with that. It's high profile. Was OJ yeah. there? No. <laughs> I Hit mean, the microphone probably, if OJ Simpson was there. There's probably more murders than you'd like uh, that happened, but I think most of them just don't go to jury trials. Uh, but it was clear from the way they're asking questions that they were... Um, the defense was going to say it was self-defense. And it's like, I do not want to make that judgment call. I don't want to be responsible for um, either letting a, a murderer stay out in the street or for putting someone away who was just defending themselves. Like, I don't want to make that decision. Um, yeah. But do I really trust the people that probably did get picked to make the decision? No, but uh, I've moved on. You know? <laughs> not your problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... Welcome back to the real world. That's uh, nice. Yeah, I still went into the office uh, that next day because I was out. I was back in my car by 10 o'clock. It's like, uh, I should just probably go in, get some work Look done. Look at you. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move things on to uh, some movie and uh, uh, TV news. Tell us about a Running Man adaptation. Uh, do you remember the Running Man from the 1980s, the Arnold movie? You know, I do. It's... I mean, it's no jingle all the way, so I don't remember the last time I saw The Running Man, but I'll tell you what, I do remember the last time I did see it. It would have been on, like, TNT. So how much of it I actually saw, I don't even know. Yeah, so probably not much, uh, not a lot of violence in that TV cut. So, uh, But this is one of my all-time favorites. I, I love this movie. I've seen it uh, on... It's on Amazon v- Prime. Yeah, yeah, I did see it. It's on, I've seen it on VHS, and I've seen it, the TV cut, so... Uh, and part of the part of the story is like like a photoshopped like violence uh, in the beginning that they frame Arnold for like he didn't actually kill these people, but they made it seem like he killed all these people, um, which is actually then uh, Demolition Man kind of copied that same <laughs> premise. Um, but, you know, they're good friends. So who cares? Yeah. Um, also, The Running Man was a Stephen King book. It was under a different name. Hmm. But that book is pretty different from the movie. Uh, it was also. Stephen King was pretty wild back then. And I remember I read it for like one of those, like in high school, you had to do those reports where it's like, watch the movie and read the book. Oh yeah. And then you just watch the movie. Yeah. So, well, I, I did read the book, but I don't remember too much of it other than it was, it was different. And also the, the lead character was not supposed to be like the fucking Superman. He yeah. was just like a normal, like computer programmer or something who has to. Well, it should have been John Malkovich. Yeah. Can you imagine that movie with Malkovich in it? Well, it's supposed to, he was supposed to be like a, a a slighter person who doesn't really have a chance to participate in this. Uh, All right, John Cusack. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you don't know the premise, it's basically it's a a TV show where convicts have to uh, compete for their lives by killing the people trying to kill them. Like people, they get hunted down. Uh, Jesse Ventura is in it. It's pretty cool. Uh, but Edgar Wright, the director of the Shaun of the Dead movies, all the Simon Pegg stuff, uh, Baby Driver. Uh, one of the best directors working today, I'd say. 
uh, he is attached to do another version of this. So maybe something more like the original Stephen King book. I don't know. Uh, but that's exciting because he's brilliant and it's already a story I know and like. You know what? I'm looking at a picture of Erland Van Liedeth. He's okay. the guy in there with all the weird lights on his helmet. Oh, right. Yeah. Dynamo. He died at age 34 in, in 1987. Not surprised. <laughs> he was a big guy. He was a big guy. I do remember him from that movie. He Yeah, he sung opera. I don't remember that too well. Yeah. Th- this was the movie where all the, like, you know, the cheap Arnold jokes. Yeah. That's where he took it to the next level. Uh-huh. Where every time he had to kill someone, he had to do a pun. Huh. Well, carry on. Uh, I don't know if I have much more to say about it other than uh, that's that's cool. Although, I mean, that's not what I would have picked for Edgar Wright to do. Yeah. He, he makes good different. original movies, but <laughs> sure. All right. Well, uh, should we talk about a show that, uh, as you're listening to this, has already aired? And uh, hopefully you have the History Channel on your uh, cable provider. Because, I mean, who doesn't like a good old-fashioned Home Improvement Tool Time show revamp with Richard Karn and Tim the Toolman Taylor Allen? Yeah, those that's that's what you want out of that. Uh, I don't need anyone else, really. You know, it'd be nice to get the whole crew back together, but as long as you've got uh, Tim and Al, like, what, do you, what else do you need? I mean, if you could bring back, like, Benny. I'm sure that guy's not doing anything. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know if people need jobs at this point, but... um, Got all that home improvement money after all, yeah. Yeah. So this is a game show, and it's... I mean, I'm looking at the uh, little trailer deal for it, and it looks like they're in the tool uh, or home improvement uh, background on for tool time. Uh, Did Binford clear that, though? I don't think it got yeah, well, and I guess who knows if it's actually like that on the show or if this is just for their promo. Yeah, and it's called Assembly Required, right? That's the yes. the name of the uh, the new show. So uh, they probably couldn't get Tool Time. I I don't know. Does Disney still own the rights to it? No. Remember the producer said, "No, no, no. You're never going to get this. No one now can yeah. enjoy this." Uh, so have fun. Yeah, uh, but we 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 called it. We talked about this that it seemed like uh, Tim Allen was wanting to do something like this again. Um, he always has the, the old home improvement people on his current show, which is, uh, not a current Still show going. Anymore. Well, I, I, I imagine it's maybe they, did they finish it? Oh no, no, no. Uh, I listened to a podcast in maybe the last month with one of the producers of that show. And according to him, they still had like nine episodes to write. Oh, okay. I don't I mean, I know it's the last season, but. Uh, I think they're I think traditionally like 25 episodes. Yeah. So let me tell you right now. Um, season nine is only slated through 11 episodes, but I don't think like so season eight was 21 episodes. So Seven was 22. Time. So I think that more are coming. Uh, they might do one of those things where they take a break. Who knows? Well, either way, Tim Allen does need to uh, look for the next thing he will be doing. And yeah, this is it for now, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to tune in. 
Yeah. You can also learn something. It's about home repair and that kind of stuff, so cool. I'm not going to attempt any uh, home repair, though, at my apartment. I'll say that. Well, not for you. No. Yeah. Well, you never know. What if it's like, oh, we're going to build this uh, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, I've wanted to build that. I don't build it. Or, I mean, you're just going to add more power, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important. <laughs> okay, well, we'll uh, talk more about that probably next week after at least I watch an episode or two of that. You'll give me a full review? Yeah. Um, 500 words next next week. Yeah. Next, uh, well, is it next week? I, I don't know exactly when. I think it is next Friday if you're in New York City. Uh, you can go back to a movie in the theater. Yeah, that that is that is the plan. Uh, not next Friday. Is it next Friday? I thought they just I said March. I think it's next Friday. Um, yeah, all I saw was March, but yeah, there's, there's a the plan. I think it's the 6th. The 6th? As what I read, I'm pretty well, sure. Maybe the fifth then. Okay, yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's next Friday is the fifth. Okay, is that because there's something opening on the fifth? I don't know. Greenland, who knows? Yeah, but there there is a plan, and it is New York. Twenty five percent capacity. Yeah, it Up is New to York. Fifty people. It's not everywhere, but it's probably like a framework for maybe everything else or us. Um, going but yeah as you said 25 percent or 50 people and the theater chains have already said like that's not good enough um and they're probably right that i don't know if you can turn a profit on having your theaters open if you can only sell 25 percent of the tickets so uh <laughs> how many people are going to see these movies in the first place you know tenet dunkirk those kinds of things aside how many people are going to the theater to watch you know uh, Greenland Tom and Jerry. Tom and on, a, on a, a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, um, I don't know, but that's this is what happened in the summer when the theaters opened again. Uh, it was Regal Cinemas closed voluntarily saying we can't make a profit like this. No one's coming. Uh, so it's like th- this is pointless. So, yeah, especially if, if theaters aren't allowed to even sell as many tickets, it just might not even be worth it trying to like get together to the employees again. Like they probably have to rehire people. You think the people that work in movie theaters, Yeah, just there's a whole new around? class of 16 year old kids. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be harder. And uh, so I, I would, I do wonder if that 25% opening bid here is just like, well, you can do it now. And they're like, we're just not going to do it until three weeks from now, three weeks after that, they're going to say 50% now or something. I don't know. Um, but I still don't yeah. want to go to a movie theater and wear a mask for the entire time. I had the jury duty where I had to wear a mask for like the whole time. And uh, it's not it's not great. It's not a great experience. Oh, it's disgusting. I got uh, I got some uh, donuts at the little cafe. Oh. And then I had to like open the mask and eat a donut and then put the mask back on. So I guess it's <laughs> fucking stupid. So I like that. It's it's inching in the right direction. At least this. Coming from New York City, too, it's not like this is, you know, a theater chain in Wisconsin. They're probably fully open in Wisconsin. Uh, Everyone likes to talk about New York City. That guy with the huge nose and uh, the guy with the dumb names who's running it. um, All that kind of crap. I I think it's a good (laughs) trickle down. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why it's important to talk about that. Even though we're not New York, it's it's setting some sort of framework or timeline. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm still very optimistic that it'll be closer to to normal the further we go on. That the people who are going to die from this thing are much more likely now to have gotten their vaccine, and 
yeah. uh, at, a, at a certain point. I don't know. Um, do we care too much about 25 year olds getting it? Like, well, the 25 year olds don't have their vaccine yet. It's like, well, let's just, who cares? I don't know. Yeah. Although I do have a, one COVID update personally. Uh oh. Um, I've had some weird smell taste issues the last couple of days. So I don't know what's going on. The kind of return, but not anything I had before, but I've kind of got, um, well, you can make the joke about I'm having a stroke or something, but that like the burnt smell. Yeah. I've kind of got that. And it's like, why did that happen? It was huh. so long ago. I had it now. So I don't know That's how any of that works. It sucks. But it's like just some like at random moments, it'll be like, you know, it's like the smell of like burnt plastic will just come into my nose. It's like, what happened? What what did I do to deserve this? (laughs) Well, hopefully, uh, keep us updated on that. Hopefully it's just like a new, I don't know, maybe uh, you're watching your TV too loud or something. Yeah, I don't think I got, um, I got it again because I tested yesterday and was negative. I don't think it's yeah, one of I don't those think cases. You did either. Um, but you know, I put myself at risk because I had to go to the fucking court. Super spreader so, event. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about some uh, new movie trailers. Uh, before before that, uh, this does mean we're gonna, we might have to reinstitute the what's coming out this week segment, which has been. <laughs> Uh, quite a long time since we've done that. Yeah, I for, I've forgotten about it. Remember, we would review the box office numbers. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes, what they have here, and it's like, oh, it's still just what's coming to streaming. Like, I do want to rent Greenland, and I'll probably have that on my list of what I've watched by next week. I hear um, it's really good. 79%. That's pretty good. This is your, uh, it's your a favorite what? guy. 79%. For Greenland? Yeah. Greenland? That's really good. Pretty good, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things out. Like I think all the all the things that they want to get like into the uh, the Oscars, which I think the Oscars cut off is this the end of this week, so they want to get everything out there. Yeah, well, we'll add that sooner than later, right? Yeah, maybe in two weeks after the uh, opening in uh, New York City. Well, I want to see what that Tom and Jerry premiere is like. <laughs> yeah, I can't uh, wait. Although Tom and Jerry will be available on HBO Max, so don't Same you worry. Same day, Andy. I will have the review out next week, I'm sure. Oh, does that come out this weekend? Yeah, that is the 26th. So, You know, the nine-year-old and me who would stay home from school, you know, pretending to be sick, would want to watch that. Yeah, I, I think I liked Tom and Jerry as a kid, but it seems like really mean now. Like, that cat didn't do anything wrong. He always just got fucked up. Yeah, well... I think it was to teach you not to mess with the little guy. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm sure there'll be lots of life lessons in this film adaptation. Oh, big time. Yeah. All right. Well, let's discuss a movie that people might actually be able to see in uh, theaters. Let's uh, start with the Mortal Kombat trailer. <laughs> well, it's the same thing as Tom and Jerry. You can just watch it on HBO Max. Uh, that is April 16th, tax day. Also, oh. it'll be Fatality Day. Mortal Kombat movie finally got a trailer. Uh, it's due out less than two months from now, so uh, it's really exciting. The trailer had some some really cool shit happening, like Sub-Zero freezing Jax's arms and shattering them. Uh, and then, oh, well, that's how he got his metal arms. Cool. Uh, that's exactly the kind of shit I need to see in this trailer. Yeah. 
Uh, I got it. Yeah, it's a, it's a true rated R trailer. There's blood, there's stabbings, there's all kinds of stuff, all kinds of cool shit. Uh, I'm excited. I, I I still really enjoy the first movie from 1995. I watched that in theaters, just just Whoa. a baby. Uh, but that was a PG-13 movie, even though it's like a super violent video game. The movie wasn't uh, didn't have all the blood and everything, but this one will. This is a rated R adaptation, so if you're at well, all exciting for uh, for you, <laughs> yeah, go go check uh, the trailer out if that's something at all you might be interested in. Yeah, and again, it's it'll be. Uh, on HBO Max, and uh, if you don't have HBO Max, it'll be out in theaters if they're open. So, yeah. All right. Well, there's one more trailer, and that's for Disney's Cruella. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about this one. Uh, I I looked up that it was a long time ago when they announced when they first put that like that picture of Emma Stone here. Oh yeah. Um, that was like two years ago, or I guess like it was like summer of 2019 where they teased it. Oh, we made Whoa. this movie. And it's like, oh, that's cool. We didn't even know it was happening. Um, I guess this was supposed to come out last year, but you huh. know, things, things happen, but yeah, some stuff it, came up. It's an origin I watched story. The trailer. I thought it looked pretty uh, decent for a Disney movie. Yeah, it's definitely trying to do something different, but yeah, as you said before, like this is like, it's like Joker, where it's like, well, the the villain gets the uh, top billing here and gets to be the main character and show yeah. the origin here. But and now uh, that you say that this was all, f- you know, supposed to come out last year, is that hot off of the Joker or perhaps before it? I don't know how far back pre-production goes. Uh, it said filming wrapped in November of 2019, so they. They didn't see Joker by the time this was uh, done or started, um, but they knew that it existed, that project, because that project had been uh, going for a while. Yeah. Um, according I mean, to this, if it's uh, Paul- free on there after some time, I'll probably uh, tune in. I'm not going to pay 20 bucks for it, um, but I'd see that over that Milan movie, which I still haven't seen. Yeah, so when I saw this trailer, I expected them to be like on Disney Plus at this time. I did not think this was going to be a big release, but no, this is a full theatrical release. May 28th, it says. Uh, You have to fly to New York City. But yeah, that's one of those things that this will probably then be on Disney Plus by next Christmas. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, According to the cast list, uh, we got Paul Walter Hauser in it. Oh, one of my favorites. So he's playing Horace, who, uh, from what I would, what I remember of the like the Hunter One Dalmatians, he was one of the uh, the, the henchmen for her. There was like the tall, skinny one, and then there was the fat one. And I'm gonna guess Paul Walter Hauser is playing the fat one. And yeah, and the na- that name, if I'm just saying, like he's a, a big star. I know he isn't. Uh, he's the uh, Richard Jewell, that guy. Yeah, and the idiot in Itania. Yeah, and he, he's he's really good in, in everything I've seen him in. So, yeah, he's uh, exceptional. Yeah, I'd like to see him in more stuff. So, all right, well, we're gonna get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com, formerly known as the Simple Doggy. Uh, head over to thecliplessleash.com, and they're gonna give you sixty-five percent off. All you have to do is plug in promo code. Tony. 
That is T-O-N-Y. Head to thecliplessleash.com, plug in promo code TONY for 65% off the dog leash you've been waiting for. All righty, back to uh, what we've been watching. Andy, how many do you have? I've got four. Whoa, I've got three. Okay. Someday you'll uh, you'll beat me. I'll have a weird week. <laughs> Maybe. All right, let's just go every other one. All right, so I will start it off here. Uh, I watched four different types of movies here, but the first one I watched, uh, Bad Boys for Life. I got the 4K Blu-ray. I had not seen this movie yet. This was the, I saw like, that the, in theaters. This was the last big movie to be released in theaters ever. Uh, last February, I believe. Um, I was a little disappointed. I liked it, but I did not enjoy it as much as Bad Boys 2. Uh, but if you go back and look at like Rot Tomatoes, this Bad Boys for Life has like a 70 and Bad Boys 2 has like a 20. Huh. Um, so, and I like Bad Boys 2 more. Bad Boys 2 is more of a comedy. I think it was funnier. While this movie is probably a better movie, it probably makes more sense. It's probably, it's got less uh, bloat. Of course, Bad Boys 2 is a Michael Bay special where uh, for yeah. some reason it's like four hours and there's a lot of bullshit in it. And it's like, you could have cut this while like Bad Boys for Life is a pretty, uh, I think, lean like two hours. Um, so they're, they're just different. Uh, Bad Boys for Life is much more of a straightforward action movie. Of course, there's still humorous parts, but it's not relying on that as much. And there's no like the crazy chases isn't as extreme, I would say. Although there's a there's a pretty good one with involving a motorcycle and a sidecar. So I don't remember it too, uh, too well. Yeah, well, I got the 4K Blu-ray. <laughs> All right, well, the first one I watched is on Netflix and a uh, quiet movie from, I believe, 2016 called The Take, starring Idris Alba and uh, Richard Madden. Okay. This is about a young uh, pickpocket who uh, picks the wrong pocket and then becomes a uh, target of a CIA operation slash France police operation and... uh, Action ensues. So those are two very like uh, British people. So are they British? Uh, well, Idris Alba is American. He's the CIA <sighs> guy, and actually, so is Richard Madden. He's just over in uh, Paris, uh, but he's from the states. That that's disappointing to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they have. To, well, Idris Alba he kicks some ass. He's fine, but the other guy, the pickpocket, why do they have to make him American? Yeah, I mean, I everything I see him in, he's he's like very, he's got like a very heavy like Scottish accent and everything. Uh, yeah, in uh, Rocket Man. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. And then there's the, I forgot what it was called, Netflix series. I think it was like a BBC series where he has to like, he's like an army guy and he has to protect uh, some like politician person. But it was a good little like six episode. I forgot what it was called, but it was good and he was the British guy. And it's like, I like when British people are allowed to be British people, you know? Yeah. And they can embrace it. Yeah. But yeah, this one's worth watching. It's an hour and a half. It's nothing crazy. Um, it's, it's kind of a, you know, just a movie you put on. You don't even have to pay that close attention to it. You're just going to see some people fighting and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I didn't know it. All right. You ready for my next one here? Yeah. Uh, pirates of the Caribbean, dead men tell no tales. The, uh, the most recent in the series, I had never watched it, even though I was interested in watching it when it was first announced, because the whole point was it's bringing back the entire crew that if you remember 
Pirates 4 just had Johnny Depp on a new adventure and it kind of ditched the rest of the cast. I don't know how many of these I've seen. I never saw four, but I saw the original trilogy and the first one's great. The second two are... I like the first one fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, Which the one of them two. has uh, Keith Richards? That is in two or three where they kind of like expand that. And those movies were weird. They were too long and didn't make that much sense. Like I'm sure they had, they had good parts to them. Um, but they you know, never saw the fourth one. But yeah, this one's like, oh, it's bringing back Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley. And uh, no, that's a lie. If that's what you're here for, <laughs> Orlando Bloom's in the very beginning and has like a speaking role like to set up the plot. Uh, and then disappears until the very end. And Kira Knightley is really only she doesn't have a word. She you just see her once, huh? Because it's really it's about their kid is kind of the uh, I wouldn't say the protagonist, but you know one of the main people because yeah, Johnny Depp is still obviously the protagonist here. But it has Javier Bardem as the bad guy, and I don't want to say he's, he's doing a bad Spanish accent because he is Spanish, uh, but I feel like they they asked him to do a Spanish accent and he just did like his normal voice. And they're like, Hey, we want a Spanish accent. And he had to like really play it up. Huh? (laughs) And it was like distracting. (laughs) Uh, That, that's a paycheck for that guy. I think it's like, well-deserved. Um, (laughs) that's not going to go on the highlight reel. I don't think, uh, for his career. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, it's, it's fine. It's not, uh, at least I'd say it's better than the second and third one, which were too long and boring. This didn't seem that long. And it's got uh, the, the bad guy from the first one. Uh, he always keeps coming back, even though he like died. Uh, he has a lot of fun with it. That's uh, Jeff Jeffrey Rush. But what's crazy is like that first movie seems like it was like 30 years ago. And he was like an old guy in that movie. So I was like, how is he still going? Probably British, so yeah, you know your theory. After seventy, they're immortal, and he is—he's—he's uh, he's only sixty-nine. So oh. he was—he's one of those guys, I guess, that was when he was fifty. You thought he was seventy-five. Yeah, similar to uh, the guy that played Harry in Home Improvement, who's in all the Adam Sandler movies, yeah. and the dad, more so even the dad in Home Improvement, who's he played? I think. Jill's dad in the show. He looks like he died 10 years ago in most of the movies he's in, uh, but he's still going. He's like 79 years old or something. Yeah. Well, it doesn't look like uh, Jeffrey Rush has been too much lately. He only has one other movie since Pirates of the Caribbean, which came out in 2017. So, but I mean, sometimes you just, you're done. You don't want to, you don't want to act that much. That's understandable. Yeah, sometimes you're just you're taking it easy. All right, well, I watched actually an entire series, and this is also on Netflix, but not a Netflix original, called The Sinner. I watched season three. This stars the president of the United States, Bill Pullman. And then uh, uh, Chris Messina is in it as well. And, uh, Jessica Hecht who's in uh, Breaking Bad, probably some other stuff. Um, It was good. It's a detective investigating a uh, car accident, but he feels like there's a little bit more going on. And uh, Bill Pullman is the detective. I think the the whole series kind of follows him as he investigates cases that seem suspicious. 
And uh, it was entertaining. It was fun. Uh, each episode's, I think, about 45 minutes or so. Only eight episodes, nothing crazy. But, yeah, binge that all week. So, you just watched the one season? Just season three, yeah. Yeah, I know Yeah, I know. it's like a new a new story every season. I think that's the uh, the premise there. And it's always Bill Pullman as the lead detective of some story. Yep. Yeah, my parents watched it. Uh, first season of Jessica Biel. Yeah, so she's an executive producer on it. Oh, and uh, I believe it's a USA original, like the network USA. It's like, huh. Yeah, yeah, that's still still real network. I know, but it's like, I don't I know. see them making anything. They would just re- re-air Con Air. Yeah. That was what their network was for. They had uh, they had Mr. Robot. That was like one of their other big shows. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Do you remember um, one of their original shows was um, Mario Lopez was like a bike cop. Do you remember that show? <laughs> no. I'm going to look this up. That's what I remember. Like USA's originals were like Walker, Texas Ranger and this Mario Lopez bike cop show. Um, like a and it might not even be real. Chips? Um, our Pacific Blue. It's real. It ran for five seasons. Holy fuck. Uh, Mario Lopez was only on it for seasons four and five, though. So that's probably why it's just out of my mind. Well, I bet he carried it. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a team of police officers with the San- Santa Monica Police Department who patrolled its beaches on bicycles. <laughs> That sounds like that dumb Nick Cannon movie. It's real. This is a real thing. This is this is what uh, USA had. <laughs> you know what I would really like is if his name in that show was AC Slater. Uh oh! It, it, disappointingly, it's not. He was Bobby Cruz. Oh, uh, but yeah, I could see that's something that Slater did. I mean, Bayside is supposed to be like uh, West Side LA somewhere. So yeah. It would make sense. Why don't you see that often or more often or at all, really, like crossover with characters? Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. Like, it's uh, it's just why is that so like frowned upon? It's hard to get the rights, I guess, if you you don't have the same crew behind it. You think like a Better Call Saul thing where it's like it's not that connected to Breaking Bad. It's its own story, but it's like it's in the same universe. That's cool. It just seems like if it's on the same network, like, sure, go ahead. Or I mean. Everything is owned by three people, so it's very likely that you are being paid f- by the guy who owns the rights to the other show. Yeah, but everything's also owned by like conglomerates of different things. So it's like, like, oh, it's owned by Disney, but it's like, well, actually, this group has thirteen percent of it. It's like, oh, you're talking about home improvement, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that one guy. It's like, oh, it's mostly owned by Disney, but like. Some random guy started a company in his basement, and that actually owns thirteen uh, percent of Home Improvement. And now he can't get it on Hulu. Yeah, bullshit. It's been there, but yeah. All right, what's your uh, third one? Uh, a classic on Amazon Prime. So uh, similar to The Running Man, I just wanted a uh, a movie I've seen before because I wasn't going to pay attention. I was kind of tired. Didn't want to start anything, and you know, fall asleep during the middle of it. Um, I watched Maximum Overdrive. You know this one? Say it again. Maximum Overdrive. I don't know that one. From the 80s. I'm surprised. This one. This one's a classic to me. Uh, this wasn't just Stephen King writing it. This is the only movie Stephen King directed. 
And it was something of a disaster because Stephen King was like a horrible drug addict at the time. Uh, it's it's a movie where uh, the cars come to life and try to kill people. Interesting. It's got Emilio Estevez. Oh, I'm in. And Commissioner Gordon from the uh, like Michael Keaton Batmans. And he plays like a terrible diner owner that uh, Emilio works at. And then like all these people, the, the, the trucks surround the diner and just uh, prevent them from leaving. And like if you try to escape, they'll run you down. And uh, it's insane. It's it's like incredibly stupid. <laughs> Sounds um, like it. But it's a movie that was on TNT all the time. And it was just like, yeah, um, I'll, you don't need to know what happened in the beginning. In the first 30 minutes, just watch it from whenever you turned on. Yeah, it's one of those. And it's not so it's not just um, cars that come to life. It's like all electronics. So uh, and here's something I didn't notice that, you know, all the years I've watched this movie and I confirmed in the cast uh, in the beginning, there's a guy who's in the like arcade and like he gets like electrocuted by all the pinball machines or whatever. And it's um, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, a young Giancarlo Esposito. Well, before that. Yeah, well you know, before this looks Breaking Bad. And sounds like a Goosebumps episode, especially this big rig with a weird witch face on it. It's like it's Green Goblin. That's the Green Goblin from the comics. So they actually it, at the end of the movie in the credits they're like, "Thanks to Marvel for the Green Goblin." It's like, "Oh shit." I thought they just wow. ripped that off. See, well there you go. They, that's some crossover. Yeah. Marvel and Stephen King on cocaine. Um, also famously someone died in the making of this movie that there was a, an, an autonomous lawnmower that's chasing a kid and it like ran over a piece of wood and the wood shot up and hit like a person on set, hit him in the neck and killed him. Damn. So yeah, pretty crazy. But, uh, uh Emilio's in it again, Amazon prime. Yeah. I think it's got like a 4% good. on Rotten Tomatoes or something, but hmm. It's one of my favorites for one of those movies that has terrible ratings. Well, my last one is uh, another Netflix one. Who knew? Uh, Operation Finale. Are you familiar? I've seen that word. (laughs) So Ben Kingsley, Oscar Isaac. That's right. Oh, yeah. I know uh, this is. Yeah. Nick Kroll. So this is about a team of secret agents set out to track down the last surviving high-ranking Nazi officer uh, who masterminded the Holocaust. He's living in uh, Argentina, and these guys come over from Israel, and they don't want to kill him. They want to catch him so that they can try him in uh, Israel. And this is based on a true story, and they actually got this guy back to Israel and tried him back in like the seventies. And, uh, yeah. Ben Kingsley. I am Ben Kingsley is always good. That's some good people. He was exceptional. He plays the German, uh, Nazi officer. And, uh, now it's good. It's not like Munich where like they're, it's all badass. Like there's a lot of dialogue. They catch this guy and then they have to kind of wait and lie low. Uh, there's still action here and there, but, it's uh, more of, you know, just moving the storyline along and, and keeping this guy alive and getting them to kind of understand where they're coming from and because they're not allowed to just kidnap them. They have to have this guy sign allowing that 
they can take him out of Argentina to Israel to try him. Okay. Yeah. On Netflix, I don't know for how long, but there you go. Yeah, it's interesting. Nick Kroll. He's not What's playing your, any car- uh, final, Andy? cartoon characters or anything in that. Okay, my final thing uh, is another of the uh, 4K movies I bought. Um, an, an old classic, Jaws. The original? What do you mean the original? There's no remake of Jaws. But I mean, I wasn't sure if you were going to say like two or three or something. No, 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 Jaws. Like the other one, the sequels are not worth watching. Those are bad movies. Wow. You're getting uh, ready for summer. No, I was watching that. Yeah, and I was thinking like, oh, this is, I forgot, this is like such a summer movie. But uh, that movie still holds up. That is still a fantastic movie. It looks great. Oh, yeah. Looks great in 4K because it's, you know, old film. So it just, you know, and then the sound is great, of course. I got those rear speakers. You get a little splashes of water and then the score is tremendous. The, the, you know, the main theme there that everyone remembers is. So great. So much tension in that movie. Like every moment it was like, oh, my God, that that shark's there. Yeah. And those those two kids have the shark fin on their back and they're snorkeling. Yeah. And they look up and there's boats surrounding them with guns drawn. He made me do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 cool. And it's also it was very relevant. I know uh, a lot of references to it this past year of uh, the mayor who uh, is trying to He's ignoring the threat because he wants uh, to stay open for the economy. And um, that was referenced a lot this past year with, uh, yeah, you know, the virus and like, oh, these people are being like the mayor from Jaws. And, um, and nah, in that that's movie, a solid the, movie. Yeah. The mayor uh, finally takes it seriously. And, <laughs> and that mayor is great. Like, I don't know if that guy has been in other movies or not, because it's, it's an old movie. So he had a know. really cool. uh suit or at least sport coat yeah that that's what i was gonna say that over it the sport coat was incredible and just like that guy what a performance by that guy um he might have actually been the real mayor yeah he was great and uh it's crazy that's like it's it's 45 years old it was it was not spielberg's first but it was his first big one and the fact that he yeah. was just he was just a kid making that and he's still out there making big time movies it's like damn history yeah well solid any uh anything else to add before we wrap up the pod um yeah i can't tell you that jaws is streaming anywhere or anything like that so uh but it's on tv all the time yourself but it usually streams about the time the water uh gets full of people yeah yeah wait for uh june 12th there you go that's the exact day usually they show up i feel like at the start of the month but june 12th yep all right. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up for episode 207 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me. We had off-road. Get out of the water, Andy. We'll get back in it on June 12th. Oh, <laughs> we'll see you later.